Hi, I'm David. And I'm Shay. And you're listening to Board on the Air on CFCR, where we talk about board games and board game-related topics. On tonight's show, we are going to do our annual top 10 new games to us in the previous year, so 2022. Yeah, so instead of doing, like, uh, uh, top 10 games, uh, like, we do a top 10 games of all time. We don't really do a top 10 games that came out in 2021. Or it's 2022, I should say. Because we just don't play that many new games that fast. Right? Yeah. And we tend to buy games a couple years in. And so it's pretty hard to buy just new ga- just games that came out in 2021 and play them. Well, and in Canada, we're usually a month to two months behind everybody. Yeah. So there's, al- there, there's always a stretch of games that we would miss. Mm-hmm. That we would have to do like a revisit in the middle of the year. And I we don't want to do that. We want what's new to us. And what were the 10 that really hit it off with us? Yeah. Doesn't mean that they're in our top 10, but, you know, 10 games that, for me, really clicked. Yeah, I have a feeling there will be a little bit of overlap, but... We usually do, just because we play the same games. Yes. <laughs> right? We, 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 we game together. Oh, I was talking overlap with the top 10. Oh, yeah, like... Def- uh... There's at least one. There, there's some potential. Yeah. Right? I have to play them some more. Uh, we're only on 189, and the next one is at 208, 209, somewhere in there, because mm-hmm. we're just finishing year four. Something like that. Yeah, and there's 52 weeks in a year, so yeah. I forget if we do it at 208 and 209 or 209 and 210. Okay, right, so let's get into it, because it's 20 games and we talk a lot. Yes. Okay. Number 10, I'll let you go first. Okay, number 10 uh, is one I just got. I think we might have actually played it in January, but I got it in 2021. Okay, which one? uh, Planted. I got it for Christmas. Yes, and we played it January 1st. First. So I'm going to count it because I only got it. Five days before the end of the year. So yep. it's close enough. I got it in 2021. Um, and yeah, new one. Just got pl- just played through it. I'll talk about it more next week on what you've been playing. Um, but yeah, fantastic little game about, you know, making houseplants. Yep. And it's just really cute. It's really fast. It's Phil Walker Harding. Uh, and the production quality is amazing. Yes. Uh, for the price of that game, it's incredible. Yep. You really can only get it in Target in the States right now. Yes. When we were lucky to get it down there. Yep. Okay, my number 10 is a game I bought, I'm going to say middle of the year, and we didn't start playing it till Christmas or Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we quickly whipped through eight games of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Welcome to the Moon. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, it's a roll and write based on the Welcome to series. A whole bunch of different maps. You're playing eight different maps. Uh, all of them score a little differently. All of them play a little differently. Uh, I thought they took this game to a whole new level. Uh, and the only reason it isn't higher is because we finished the campaign. And you have to keep playing the campaign, and I'm not sure we're going to. Uh, we're, we're not great at revisiting. That's fair. At least the campaign gets a little different, right? Yep. It sees what it seems like, but... I, the thing is, at least we can go back and play the maps individually. Yeah, it, it, it's solid, uh, but rolling rights I see as more of a filler other than a few. Fair enough. Okay, number nine. 
I'm going to go with one I played at TuneCon this year and then quickly found a copy and bought it. That is Village mm -hmm. uh, by Inca and Marcus Brand, two of my favorite designers. Uh, really good, solid, ugly, yeah. dry Euro. Yep. Uh, this one has everything that sings to me. Uh, the mechanic of taking cubes and being able to do that, that colors action and they just keep getting recycled and recycled and so you're sort of you know trying to move up on the turn order so that you can get the cubes you want uh really like this one and can't wait to play it uh with the rest or with your mom and brother yeah or your brother's played it once before i, I forgot played that. it and you played it with us oh wait are you talking villagers or village village yeah village i played yeah yeah Okay, Shay, you're number nine? My number nine, uh, I just realized this is also one that we played on, like, the first or the <laughs> second. Um, but again, it was a Christmas present, just not mine. Um, but I really liked it, and I want to play more of them, so I'm including it. Um, sorry, bending the rules. Yeah, um, let's, this is our best of 2023 show, right? Listen, it's new to us in 2021. This was new to us 22. in 2022. Sorry, 2022. This was new to us in 2022. We just didn't get it on the table. Okay. Uh, and that is Exit the Board Game. Yes. Uh, we played the Lord of the Rings one. Uh, I've never played an Exit board game before, and I really, really enjoyed it. So I think I'd like to do another one. Um, but basically, it's a little escape room in a box is the idea. Yeah. A little puzzle game, right? Yeah. And, yeah, and I really, really enjoyed it. So. Yeah, there's really two escape room games that are really... Uh, the, the forefront are the Unlock and the Exit. Yeah. Main difference being exit, you finish, it's done because you are destroying the... Yeah, you're cutting it up and stuff like You're cutting it that. up, you're breaking everything down, uh, where unlock, you, they are replayable so you can play it, finish it, put it back together and give it to a friend. Yeah. Uh, I had a great time playing this one as well. Uh, I didn't put it on my list because it was not from last year. It counts. We're just into the new year, you know? It's only been a couple days. Uh, whatever helps you sleep at night. Uh, number eight, Shay. Uh, number eight, yes. Uh, into my number eight is actually when we played in 2021. Nice. Uh, and that is a new Roland Wright, new-ish Roland Wright to us. And that is Dungeons, Dice, and Danger. Oh. Um, the, the three Ds there. The first time I played this, those of you who might remember, I didn't know if I liked it. Because I thought there was too much thinking going on, basically. I'm like, there's just too much going on. It's very overwhelming. But honestly, we played a couple more maps, and each one got better. Yeah. And so I actually really, really enjoyed this game. Um, yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Okay, I'm expecting to see the other one later on in your list. Probably. Uh, my number eight is from Vladimir Suchi, uh, another one of the designers I really like. Praga Kaput Reggae. Uh, probably butchered all those maybe. words. Uh, <laughs> this one, you're moving up tracks, you're building out the board, you're helping your tableau in front of you. It has this really neat mechanic where there's a turn dial it's happening and then when it gets to the end it there's a cube that drops down so you can't turn it anymore that's when you know you have to reset and go again uh really tight game where there's only so many turns you have in a game and it just works so well uh really like it uh it's a little bit more colorful than most of the euros i like but i didn't help i know it there's pink it. on it like yeah. it's crazy yeah but Really, really fun uh, 
game from uh, Suchi, who does Pulsar or twenty eight forty nine. Those two games have such different vibes to them. Like a, a lot of his games do. Like he also does Underwater Cities, yeah. which has a terraforming Mars vibe to it, which I really like as well. Which I added this year, but I didn't get to play it this year. Uh, I haven't introduced that one to you yet. No, not yet. Okay, but that's mine. Number eight, Praga Kaput Reggae. Right, what's your number seven? My number seven is a little bit older game uh, that I picked up because it was going out of print with one company and getting picked up by another company, so they were blowing it out. Uh, it is a rehash of a previous game that we liked, Terra Mystica. This is Gaia Project. Hmm. Uh, I haven't played it yet. It's Terra Mystica in space. Have you, you played Terra Mystica, right? No. With the different buildings you go up nope. and over? I'm sure I played it with nope. you. Nope. Uh, for some reason, I am terrible at Terra Mystica, but Gaia Project really clicked for me. And I, it's just a little bit more fine-tuned, but it's more fine-tuned to the way I think I think is what okay. it is. Okay, yeah. Uh, map is really... Like it's it's nothing fancy graphically or anything like that. The components are decent, lots of wood components. Uh, it's just a really solid game. Uh, another good euro, and yeah, Gaia Project. Cool. Uh, my number seven. This is uh, right up to the one you were thinking of. So when we got Dungeons, Dice, and Danger, we also got a, another roll and write called Explorers. And I took to that one a little bit faster because uh, it was more up my alley. You know, you got dry erase and you're just marking X's on the board and making your pathway along the map. But then they have modular bo modular boards where you can flip things over and do different scoring, um, which means, you know, it kind of gets more variability going on. And yeah, I so I put this at my number seven because I thought it was an excellent little roll and write. Uh, there's a free app to play it too, which is okay. Um, it's not perfect, but it's a pretty decent game app for four game apps, apps out there. Or no, it wasn't free. You bought it, so I got I it I bought free. it, yeah. Yeah. The way you get other stuff free. <laughs> the way I get other things free, you bought it and I get to play it. Love that. My favorite. Everybody gets you one of those. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Explorers, I don't like it as much as Dungeons, Dice, and Danger, just because it's a little bit more basic. Mm-hmm. And I am terrible at it. Yeah, I have, you're pretty bad at it. I have it. no idea the strategy in that game, but... It is a solid game. It's Phil Walker Harding who does great yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm discovering he's my new Feld, he, or he's my Feld. He play, he he designs the games that you like. Yeah, right. They're approachable, easy to learn, but there is some depth to the thinking. Yeah, right. And yeah, he he he. That's him. Yeah, through and through. He like, makes great stuff. I I really he, want to get Monolith. Yeah, Emotep, uh, Baron Park. He makes good stuff. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what is your number six? Number Shay? six. This was a Kickstarter um, that I got. Probably one of the first ones that came in last year, actually, for me. Because um, it, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was one of the first ones that came in. And that is one of the Tiny Epics, Tiny Epic Dungeons. Okay. Uh, so we've only played this once, actually. But. I really enjoyed it. I got the map for it, um, but I, I've never actually played a Tiny Epic game before, and I thought the production value for such a small box, like you got these little mini figures, you got these screen-printed goblins, 
Um, you, and you had all these cards that you flipped to move around the board and stuff like that, like a little dungeon crawl. I really like dungeon crawl games, so I thought it was pretty fun. Um, I know the fighting was a little bit, like, iffy on it, but I think that could go better with more games. Yep. Um, and yeah, I was just pretty pumped with this Kickstarter when it came in. Yeah, a solid game. Uh, it didn't sing to me as much as it yeah, did you. Yeah, but you didn't pay attention when we would learn the game, so... I... I can't learn games from other people. Yeah, so I'm, next time I'm I'll really let you learn the game. Good and that. then you can teach it to us again, and then you'll play it. Okay. Uh, my number six is also a Kickstarter. Yeah. Mine arrived in December uh, from, once more, one of my favorite designers, uh, Shem Phillips. Yep. Wayfarers of the South Tigris. Uh, this is tableau building. Uh, I put it right up there with Paladins after the first play. Uh, the only thing I wasn't sure is this thing is a huge table hog. I do not know how you can play more than two players, maybe three players in this. Uh, it just, you have to have space. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say I haven't played it yet. And I have a, des I have a designated table to yeah. play it on. and I don't know if it's going to fit. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Uh, lots That's of good decisions. That's a big decisions. game compared to the other ones. Lots of good decisions. The only thing I found is because there's a lot of good decisions, I found myself with a little bit of AP in this one. Mm -hmm. uh, might be just because I played it first and Jordan taught it, uh, but it, it took me a while to get onto it. And even once I did, there was still times where I was like, I don't know what I should do. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, really good game. Wayfarers of the South Tigris. Yeah, I'm looking forward to playing it. Okay, you're listening to Board on the Air. This is CFCR. We're doing our top 10 new to us or new games we played in 2022. Game, game, played or, or got in 2022. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how, however you want to make your list. <laughs> I don't play a lot of games, okay? <laughs> okay, we're on to number five, and you can that is me. Yeah. Okay, my number five is a game that we saw the Kickstarter for, mm -hmm. and the production value looked really cool, the mechanic in it looked really cool, where you're bidding on what actions you want to take and how fast you want to do them, and you're making a printing press. Uh, yeah. This is Gutenberg. Uh, really cool, chunky little bits uh, for tiles. I've upgraded the ink because they were just basic cardboard. And the decision-making in this game was solid. The game itself plays really fast because there's only six rounds in it. And I just really, really like this. Got to play it three times and have enjoyed it at two, three... Uh, haven't got to four yet, so I have to play it at four still. No, or did we? I played it for sure, so we probably played it at four. Yeah. Maybe. I'm not sure. So I, it wasn't I, it me, you, me, you and Jordan, Jordan, Adam? Or Norm? No. I played with Norm and Jordan and you and Jordan. Okay, so, yeah, so maybe so it's just three. three players. Yeah. Uh, really good game. Uh, highly recommended to anybody who likes Euros. Yeah. Uh, yeah, fantastic game. It was actually on one of my short lists for this uh, 
this, but I just was like. But you played it in 2022, so you didn't want to. Include yeah, it? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I had to make a quick edit at the end of it, and I'm like, which one have I just played recently? Let's do that game. Um, but yeah, Gutenberg's an excellent game. Uh, my number six is five. number five is actually um, a game that I've only played once. Okay. Uh, but I and honestly, I don't know if I could describe exactly what I did in the game, so I might need your help with that. But I just remember. Like, the feeling I got from it, I had a lot of fun. And that's the T-Series one, the Tawatsuyu? Yes. The one we can't pronounce. We yeah. try every time, and I, I don't think we've nailed it yet. Tawatsuyu. I don't think it's Sui. I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, so you're you're starting from the main fair, or, yeah. uh, platform, and, you out, and then right? you're expanding yeah. out, uh, the color of worker you put out. Does something different in each spot. If they match where you're going, it gives you a bonus. Uh, a new expansion or a expansion is coming for it right away. I've seen it in some places, not in Saskatoon yet. Looking forward to that. Uh, just a solid, solid game. Yeah, yeah. I I honestly had a blast playing it. I think we played it in the middle of the year or something like that. Uh, it's been a while. Yeah, I'd like to play it again because I really enjoyed it. Yeah. No, it's 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 another one of the T series, so we, it's good. Yeah. Right. Okay, number four, Shay. Number four. Um, maybe I should change this one because I think this one might also we might have just played it. Um, <laughs> I the thing is, is, so so just to explain myself, I did go by a list that you gave me. That was when we added it. And so I might have, if, I, if it was a game I enjoyed, I might have just ignored when we actually played it. Okay. Um, but it is a very good game, you gotta admit. So let's just say if you think it should be a game that I played last year, I said Gutenberg, okay? That's the one I, I played last year. But my actual one that I have here is Clank Catacombs. Because you just bought that. Yes. Um, Boxing Day, you bought that. Yep. We talked about it in the last show. Um, and we played it, and I really, really liked it. I got very angry because I thought I wasn't going to be able to make it out. But, um, yeah, I think... I have never seen you as invested in a game as I know. Time. I was so mad. I'm like, I just want out. Because was, everything was going really well up until that point. Um I really, really enjoyed playing this. It's modular, so you're it's it's a lot actually like um, Tiny Epic Dungeons, where yep. you're flipping tiles as you go out, um, and then you're going to collect treasure and then making your way back in. Uh, but like great deck builder um, yeah. as usual, fantastic we, little we, we fantastic like game. We like Clank Space a lot. Yeah, uh, I've played half of Clank Legacy. Yeah, like that a lot. Uh, I've never played base Clank. Uh, this is based on that engine for the most part, other than the tiles are changing and, and a, a few minor changes, but it's still that going out, collecting something, yeah. and going back. Uh, I had a blast. Yeah, it was awesome. Th this will be on excuse me, next year's list. Sure it will. You know how many games you're going to play this year. I average about 70 new games a year Yeah. Uh, for the last two years. So, this game will get played a lot because we like Clank. We like Clank, yeah. My friends like Clank, so it's going it's to see the table. Maybe it'll show up again next year and I can actually say it was a 2023 game, but 
Again, if you don't like that I said it, I said Gutenberg, not exactly. Plant Catacombs. <laughs> okay, so my number four is from one of my new favorite companies who's just started to hit stuff out of the park. Uh, Red Cathedral was one mm -hmm. of theirs I played. Uh, one I just got that I'm really looking forward to learning and playing is Lacrimosa. Yep. And this one is Batoko. Uh, it is beautiful. This is uh, Devere Games we're talking about, Devere by the way. Games, yeah. Uh, beautiful game. There's a lot going on. It has a very Rococo feel to it for me where you're playing cards and taking actions. Mm -hmm. uh, but you're building up that deck as well. It It's very hard to describe if you haven't played it, but you're collecting a lot of different items. There's this huge board that you're working on. It's modular, so it's not going to be the same. There's a little cutouts in it. It's dual layer, and you're putting new cutouts on it depending on how many people are playing. Uh, really, really good game, and this is Batoku. Yeah, I think, have I played? Yeah, I've you played have, that one. You yeah. have not played this no. one yet. No, me, Adam, and Jordan played it. And I and think Jordan there are three it. games that I constantly get mixed up, and those are yeah. Takedo, Takenoko, and Batuku. Batoku. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, you have not played Batoku. Uh, number three. Yeah. This is me. Yep. Uh, one that I got played last year once and last night once. Mm -hmm. uh, this is Coffee Traders from Capstone, mm -hmm. uh, another good Euro company. Uh, this one has a crap ton of pieces. Uh, your cats and goats and trucks and workers and traders and buildings and plantations. There's so much wood in this game. And it has metal coins. I couldn't believe the pile of tokens that we pulled out yeah. of those bags. Like, Yeah, like it, it is a beast. Yeah. It is what I would consider a heavy euro. And all the decisions make sense. Uh, and I think they fit the theme of, you know, you're trying to brew free trade coffee. Yeah. And everybody's working on these cooperatives for the five different regions. Uh, you can also get some special beans and stuff and trying to fill contracts or s just serve coffee to the tr coffee bar. Yeah. Uh, uh, first time I played it, I got rolled hard because it is one that you need to play twice to grasp it for the most part, unless you get lucky <laughs> and you make the right decisions. Yeah. I The first time I played it, I did not. Last, time, last night, I did. I finished second, which I was happy, but I had like a 30-point improvement yeah. from the previous game. Uh, Coffee Traders, solid, expensive, though. It, it's over $100 for that game. Oof. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff in it, though. It, it, there is. Um, funny enough, I didn't put this on my list because I was like, no, I played it last night. Like, that's all, you know, I, I can't include that. Yeah. Um, that's and, the second. That's too late. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a little too far on, you know. It had to be on the first you know, when we play it, like, yes. in the morning type thing. Okay. Um, but I did really enjoy it. Um, I had never played it before, and I crushed everybody when I played it. So yes. I do think I got lucky. Like... You just, you made the right decisions. I, I made decisions that then turned out to make better decisions that then, you know, it was, I got all... It wasn't like I got an engine, but I had a lot of actions that then moved other actions. For sure. Um, so yeah, great game. What's your number three? My number three, a uh, new Kickstarter to you. And that is Flamecraft. And honestly, I love it because it's so cute. Um, it, it's it adorable. Is adorable. It's lightweight, but honestly, there's still enough to it. 
Uh, and I just really enjoyed the game. Like, you know, you're placing cards out, you're moving your dragons around, you can't always go to the same place. You have to choose where you're going to go and what you're going to place, or if you're going to replace anything. Um, and, you, you know, it's just, it's a really cute little game. Yeah, it was quick to learn, quick to play. Uh, this one made my honorable list. This I, I had four games that I played right near the end, or three that I played right near the end of the year, and one that I played once yeah uh a while back and then new year or the day before new year's eve i played it again uh and those were the four that just didn't make the list uh it, it it's a solid game. it's a solid game yeah i really like it it's beautiful uh, i love the art i love the pieces I love how it makes fun of stuff. It, it's full of puns. Yeah. We've talked about it on the show before, but it is... Yeah, it's fantastic. Yes. Uh, that's Flamecraft. Okay, Shay. So my number two now, hey? Yes. One that's already been mentioned, and that is Welcome to the Moon. I figured uh, that would make you Because it was honestly so much fun. Like, it was so different from the other Welcome Twos, and I loved the little campaign, but also I'd love to go back and play more of the maps. So I don't think I need to talk about it too much, but... Fantastic game. Definitely made my number two, even though, you know, we played it, we finished it technically. Yeah, we finished it the first time. The, the neat thing about it is it doesn't unlock much of the new stuff yeah. until you play it a second time. So it, it encourages you to do that. And because it is a roll and write and it takes about 15 minutes to play a game, I, I'm i hoping we get back to it. Yeah. Okay. Number two, Dave. Number two is a Martin Wallace game mm -hmm. that I got for Christmas last year. Didn't get it played till January. Uh, then I played it a couple more times throughout the year. I, I don't think you've played this one yet. Uh, it is Anno 1800. No, I haven't played it. It's based on a video game uh, in name only, I believe, other than the whole trading aspect. Uh, you're building goods. If you can't build the goods you need to build other goods, you can trade for it from other people with your trade tokens. Uh, you're building ships to get those trade tokens. Uh, it's, I think it's wonderful. Uh, I love the whole mechanic of the trading or building uh, and your workers are just little cubes that you're putting out and each each of your goods you can only do a maximum of two times or use a maximum of two times. Uh, so that's why it's encouraging you to trade with other people. They get a bonus if you trade with them, which allows them to do other stuff. Uh, this interaction in it and this in-game economy just makes it so much fun. Uh, everybody I've introduced it to loved it. Uh, and that's Anno 1800. All right, let's do your number one, Dave. I'm on number one first. Sweet. Uh, this is Vitella Serta. I expected, yeah. A uh, game I picked up at ToonCon. Uh, I beat, I think, Leaf in the auction for it. Uh, he got me for the Gallerist. I got him on On Mars, uh, which is the game. Yeah. Uh, everybody says this is Lacerda's heaviest game. Uh Although Weather Machine is pushing it, to me, it clicked. Uh, it it just made sense, sort of like Kanban. You know, everything had its place. You knew what order you were doing it in. You 
the actions made sense, the thematic actions made sense, uh, building that board, production value is wonderful. Uh, we got this two or three times to the table this year, and I really, really liked it. Uh, your mom really liked it. Adam really liked it. Jordan loves it. Uh, I haven't introduced it to my game group yet, but they've wanted to play it. Uh, when this one was coming out, I almost backed the Kickstarter because it looked so neat and it looked just up my alley. Uh, but I have a hard time paying that much for a Euro that... I'm not going to play that much just because they're heavy. Yeah. Right? Uh, this one, I can see myself playing a little bit more than the other heavy games just because of the game trays and everything that the setup isn't as brutal as some heavy games can be. Right. I.e. coffee traders. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's on Mars. Your number one shake. My number one is another Kickstarter I got this year, um, but it was a bigger one. And that is Dice Theme Park. So the sequel-ish to Dice Hospital, um, but they used a different style of dice of dice placement. They call it dice cascading, where, you know, you move your dice through the theme park and then they leave. And I just thought it was really unique. It's not really something I've seen before. It plays really well. Like, it's really easy to learn. Um... And yeah, I had a lot of fun playing with it. It's very colorful, very bright. I did not win. You did, but that's because Jordan was helping you. So. Exactly. Okay, great game. That's our list. We will do our year in review next week. Have a great week.